This is Liberated Love Notes, a podcast on Living Corporate Network, hosted by yours truly, Brittany Janae, creator of Liberated Love Notes, critical self-reflections, and affirmations for the culture. Y'all already know Liberated Love Notes is your source for weekly doses of self-reflection, affirmation, and reimagining for us by us. Y'all was sitting over here, reflecting, trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about for this week's episode. One of the last, (laughs) one of two, um, one of the last episodes of this quote-unquote season. Y'all, we got a whole season in the books. I'm just going ahead and give myself (laughs) a pat on the back and then certainly shout out to y'all for for listening i was a little bit stuck trying to figure out what i wanted to talk about share process with y'all i feel like we done covered quite a bit 26 episodes y'all the trailer for liberated love notes went live april 12th and it's actually looking like the last episode will be next week, December 12th. I don't know about y'all. I don't know how y'all feel about numbers, but something it's something about the number 12 that just feels divine. We started April 12th. We about to wrap up this season, December 12th. It just feels divine. 12 been coming up a lot lately. A number that I've come to understand is associated with cosmic order. A number that I've come to understand is associated with God's will and power. Mm, I think about the, in the biblical sense, the 12 tribes of Israel. I think about the 12 disciples. Mm, I think about the fact that it's 12 months in, <laughs> at least our, our calendar year. Anyways, something about 12 feels feels right. It feels divine. In the spirit of divinity and just letting what be, be, letting what will be, just be, decided to just go ahead and pull three cards. I don't know why I picked three, but maybe I don't know maybe for the Holy Trinity Father Son Holy Ghost something something in my spirit said go with three I decided to pull three cards from the Liberated Love Notes deck to lead me in today's episode and so I'm gonna go ahead and read y'all the three cards that I pulled here the first card was one of the glossary cards and this card defines assimilation and code switching and so on the card it reads assimilation and code switching a survival tactic that black people use in white spaces or interactions with white people when we change the way we talk dress or express ourselves to make them comfortable and manufacture a sense of self-value Sometimes engaging in this tactic too much or for too long without attention to our healing and sense of self can lead to an identity crisis or even trauma. That's the first card I pulled. 
The second two were actual liberated love notes. And so the first one reads, or the second card, but first liberated love note reads, my blackness does not make me immune to the influence of white supremacy. Today, I challenge myself to pause and interrogate how I internalize this toxic disease. And then the other card, red, red, and I've used this or we've used this um, love note quite a bit throughout the season. I am powerful. I have power. My power is not intended to be asserted over others. My power is one that is shared and used to uplift others. Those are the three cards that I pulled as I started to think through and try to reflect on what I might discuss for this episode. And so I was sitting here thinking, okay, like, well, what do these three mean to me in this moment? What do these three cards mean to me as we near the end of this season? Interestingly enough, y'all, these three cards, <laughs> in as much as we are closing out the season, these three cards take me back to the beginning. These three cards really get at what I like to call the, the liberated love notes origin story. These three cards, this card on assimilation and code switching, this, this other card that talks about disrupting internalized white supremacy or internalized oppression and this other card about how I have power and must reorient, must relearn what it means to use my power. These three cards take me back to the beginning. I'm often asked, well, how deliberated love notes come to be? Like, where did this what was an idea? How did this idea turn into like a whole thing? Like a whole, I hate the language of product, but like product. How did this turn into this love project and offering? <laughs> and these three cards take me back to beginning. Liberated love notes are what they are, y'all. They were and are love notes, love letters to my damn self. <laughs> and so, you know, I'd say end of 2019, end of 2019, top of 2020, and certainly throughout the year 2020, similar to others, was a was a time of deep reflection for me, was a time of reorienting, was a time of getting a little more curious about who I am, who I'm from. Even as someone who does, you know, passionate, purposeful, good work, even as someone who has really good, I'm just going ahead and say it, intentions, I try to be good, and I put that in quotes, good to those with whom I'm in community, I started thinking more critically about, you know, how and the ways in which I am and have caused harm, even as a quote unquote like good person, even as someone who is relatively, for lack of better terms, woke, how perhaps I too have been complicit in status, status quo, 
Y'all, that's where Liberated Love Notes came from. My own just personal wonderings in all areas of my life, right? How have I been complicit in status quo? You know, even uh, in the context of parenting. And so I started thinking more critically about what I had learned about what it means to be a mother or a parent, what it look like or means to, you know, rear, child rear. So I had to get a little bit more curious about how I was being in relationship, like relationship with my, with my son. Like, you know, even as a parent, and I say even as, like as parents, we should be in relationship. It ain't like a transaction of like power over. Um, what it means to be a parent in relationship with the child, my son, which meant getting more curious about his thoughts and and his feelings and, you know, all those things that society or others might perceive as disruptive or disrespectful or out of line. Yeah, part of that reorienting and reflecting was me getting a little more curious about what may be going on in his little brain and heart? What might be going on in my brain and heart, particularly when I found myself getting triggered or feeling embarrassed by his actions? Because that's typically when we lose it as parents, right? When we feeling triggered or embarrassed by our children's actions. And so, y'all, I was... You know, this reflection and reorienting wasn't just in the context of the workplace. This unlearning wasn't just in the context of the workplace, but even in how I parent and love how I was in or am in relationship with my my little one. And so that reorienting and period of reflection also called for me to get more critically curious about how I showed up or I'm showing up as a leader as a manager of humans, like people, not just folks doing work, <laughs> you know, producing for the company I work for, but how I can lead and manage human, humans. Um, what it look like to reorient my understanding of power. A lot of reflections around what it meant to lead alongside and with versus assert power over. Uh, 2019, 2020, a year of me like walking the walk around what it means to honor boundaries and even offer possibility for what it means to lead from a place of humility, from a place of wholeness, right? Because I ain't necessarily got all the answers and I must still be ever mindful that my personal traumas and workplace and out of workplace experiences can absolutely show up in how I lead and manage, end up projecting all of that mess onto them. Yeah, Liberated Love Notes originated from me processing and reflecting on all of that. Uh, Liberated Love Notes originated from my own personal fed upness with this default assumption that we as black folks need to contort ourselves to be seen as worthy or professional or successful 
or loved, right? So fed up and disgusted by this notion that just simply can no longer be my truth. And my incremental divesting from it as truth, like, no, no more. I don't want that for me. I don't want that for us. Liberated love notes uh, originated from all of that. All of those things that I needed to remind myself of on a daily basis. Because frankly, even as someone who strives to be quote unquote good, I got my mess. And the colonizer in me absolutely needs to be kept in check in loving ways. And so liberated love notes are deeply personal. I wrote, I actually wrote all of them. Someone this weekend asked me, like, who wrote these? Like, how did you? I wrote them all. And not from a place of arrival or expertise any more than it was from a place of just deep concern, deep investment, and deep love for us, for us, for myself, for community. And so, yeah, I'll take... I don't take it lightly to support the platform, the connections, the learning, the reimagining, the actualizing of liberated love notes. I want, I want that, the like actualizing piece, the the part where an experience and thoughts and truth turns into a thing, like a whole thing that can be used to support others. Like I want that for you too. And so when I think about what I might offer for this week ahead, wherever you are situated, wherever, whatever you are going through, getting through, because you're going to get through it, right? <laughs> whatever you are processing, I hope you know that where you are in this moment, the good, the bad, the ugly, the mess, the beauty of it all can be used, will be used in service of the collective. Like, it is legit bigger than you. I want to say that again. Like, legit, wherever you are situated, wherever you are going through in this moment and season, because seasons pass by, y'all, whatever it is, I hope you know That where you are in this moment, the good, the bad, the ugly, the difficult, the beauty of it all can be used and will be used in service of the collective. Like, it's going to blow your mind how, how, how legit bigger it is than you. And I think, and I think, I know that history... And depending on your faith, I mean, the Bible reminds us of this. I mean, how mindful must our ancestors have been of us that they documented so much about their experiences in the stories that they told and passed down in the range of art forms, words, poetry, Stories that they wrote in the food, (laughs) the feasts 
that they created sometimes from from scraps, how mindful uh, of us before we were even like conceived, how mindful of us must they have been? I think about the ways in which they built, sustained, even reimagined family, even reimagined community in the context of a society that would want otherwise, that would actually like to see us be without it, family, community. I mean, they just knew. I feel like they knew that it wasn't just about what they were enduring in the now. And so all they were experiencing to their bodies, their minds, that it was more than what they were experiencing in the now, more than the present at the time. That a lot of it was about and how they got through it had implications for those who might come way, 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 way after them, generations to come. I just feel like, wow, how mindful they were that their present had less to do about the present and everything to do about generations to come and how they moved through that present had less to do with what they were experiencing in the now and everything to do with what we deserve from their perspective in the future. Wow. I mean, I might be rambling now, y'all. But something about that feels divine in the spirit of divinity. (laughs) Just processing how our present experiences are just way, way, way bigger than us. Wherever you are situated today, in this moment, whatever you may be going through, I hope you know, I just hope you know that it can be used, it will be used in service of the collective. And I'm not even talking about the present collective. I'm talking about the future. The future like legit needs you. All your brilliance, all your gifts, all your stories, all your lived experiences, all your healing, all of it. The future absolutely needs you. And in as much as I'm talking to y'all, you better believe, just like these liberated love notes, I'm also preaching to and reminding my damn self, mm, the future absolutely needs us, y'all. The future needs us. That's it. That's what I want to leave y'all with this week. The future needs me, needs you. The collective needs me, needs you. Like we legit need us. That's all I got this week, y'all. I hope you believe it. I hope you internalize it. I hope in your heart of hearts, you know it. Peace.